1: This is your official Leguizamo-rama spoiler warning. If you have not seen or read Cymbeline, Cymbeline th- th- Anarchy, uh, the sh- a Shakespeare tragedy. If you've not read it or seen it and you've always wanted to know, head down to your library and check it out before listening to the second half of this podcast. But we highly recommend you listen to the first half where we tend to chat a bit of shit and then please make sure you listen to the ad. Uh- <laughs> 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 because Tom got get paid anyway. That's your official Legolas Arama spoiler warning. Enjoy the episode and thank you. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg. You little cornstarch.
0: my Luigi Mario. Hello and welcome to Missions X. Ex- S- S- Spoiler warning, I want to no, call it spoiler warning, That's no. the worst intro ever. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's leguizamo a podcast where two people watch every single movie, TV show, game eventually, uh, sometimes interviews of our favourite character actor slash actor, John Leguizamo. I am one of those two co-hosts, my name is Zachary Thomas-Rawain, you might know me from doing a production of... Um, Oh, what was the one? Something as you like it? Yeah. No, was it? No. What's the one that Kenneth Branagh did?
1: As you like All's it. All's well that ends All, well. Yeah.
0: No. 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 It's as you like it. Is that the one? Yeah. Emma Thompson and and um
1: Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth
0: Branagh and well, I was Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. As you like it. I did a production of As You Like It. I've mentioned this before in third year university. Uh, set in the future. <laughs> um. Uh, where we had lasers <laughs> uh, um, And I'm joined as always by my co-host extraordinaire Mish Mishwitchrup Who you might know from
1: um, I was in a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream in high school Where good. I played Nick Bottom And uh, it was set in Japan And we all wore kimonos Oh, I didn't, I was Nick Bottom, I was in a suit But a lot of people wore kimonos
0: Cool, very good uh, We are joined mm. this week <laughs> By a guest First guest in a while
1: It's been a while Because
0: we just watched a whole TV show And we didn't want to make them watch it one episode in You know mm. <laughs> I'm wobbly today <laughs> It's fine, it's fine, we It's good. a bad start um, <laughs> You might know him as one third of Do Go On Or one once of Who Knew It With Matt Stewart And his stand-up career The
1: whole
2: pie
0: The whole pie It is the one and only Matt
2: Stewart, welcome! Hey. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, being involved.
1: Oh, thank you for being here.
2: I have—I don't think I've ever been in a Shakespeare production.
1: I was no. about to ask. You never did them.
0: What's your experience around Shakespeare? <laughs> Do you have anything
2: like uh, we fan? did Othello in in Year Twelve, I think. Uh, yeah. Like you studied it. Studied it. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, and uh, and I did uh, literature at uni. Oh wow!
0: So you would have.
2: Yeah, uh, I I can't ever remember which one we d- we did a Shakespeare. I can't remember which one. Mm. One of them. They're one of, the yeah, they're all the same. Uh, maybe Macbeth. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Have
1: you ever seen um, She's All That? No, uh, not She's All That. Um, the Amanda Bynes ten, one
2: 10 things? Oh no, that's ten a, things. I've seen 10 things, but well, there that's go. not that's that based was on one of, them, the Shrew, yeah? of the Shrew. And what was him No, I don't think I've seen Amanda Bynes.
1: The Amanda Bynes one about soccer is 12th night. Oh, she's
2: the man. She's the man. She's the man.
1: That's a 12th night.
2: Really? Which is a
1: Shakespeare. He loves making
2: boys, girls and girls boys. Which
0: yeah. would have been really funny. At the time, because men, all, all the actors were men at the time. Mm. So, at the time, it would have been a man playing a woman dressed as a man, which is, that's layers. Yeah. yeah. There's layers on layers of, of, um, of gender bending there, which is really quite fun.
1: Isn't Clueless also based on Shakespeare?
0: No, it's based on Emma. It's based on a... Uh, An Austen. Jane Austen. Yeah, Jane an Austen. Austen
2: oh. um, and she's different. She's sort of England's Shakespeare, isn't she? She's a bit later than
0: Shakespeare. <laughs> yep. She wrote the big boring books. Oh, okay. She wrote the big boring books about um, you know, pride and prejudice prejudices <laughs> and <laughs> senses and sensibilities. sensibilities even.
2: I Did all hers have an ampersand in the title?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It was her, she and um, Fast and the Furious. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always get the Jane Austens mis- mixed up with the Bronte sisters because um, uh, yeah. they're all just old bitches in long skirts, really, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> they have similar eras.
0: <laughs> olden yeah. days. Yeah. Surely. From right? the olden days yeah. era. Olden times. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. uptight. Yeah. No I mean, lasers at all. No, no lasers whatsoever, unless oh. you did a version <laughs> with lasers. I
1: always think when I watch movies based on those kind of, like, old books and shit that are all really romantic and beautiful and all these beautiful people just making love in the moors and stuff, I always think, like, back then everyone would have stunk so bad. Yeah, they would But no stung. one would have known any different. <laughs> but I always think that whenever I'm watching any Hugh Grant film <laughs> or, like, you know, anything with Emma Thompson. I'm always just like, that's all very, very nice that you're all, like, in love and jaunty, but you all fucking stink.
2: Is it because of, of the heavy layers of clothes?
1: No deodorant. Oh, no deodorant. No deodorant. And no, how, like, le- act- less bathing. No bathing. It's like once a week often. Oh, Even the really, really rich people didn't bathe oh, daily. That's,
0: that's bad. <laughs> Is that less yeah, of no idea? <laughs> that's kind of like how we lived at uni. <laughs> but then I feel like everyone would have stunk a bit. So yeah, it would have been like... It would have been the bit new more normal. Chilled out, like, like
2: apparently, in some countries, uh, we Australians smell or Westerners probably smell of dairy. Oh yeah, that makes sense. In countries where they don't eat much dairy apparently we, uh, we just sweat stink, a milk. stink like milk oh. <laughs> isn't that interesting
0: yeah, i love a- that <laughs> oh they stink like i still i think i've told this story before on this podcast but i remember i did a show once uh for a festival in hong kong years ago and i was we were staying in a um hotel and they had uh uh, buffet breakfast and it was probably like the first time I'd stayed in a hotel with buffet breakfast in my career. Like it was like, wow. The yeah. mm. And then because it was in Hong Kong, their buffet breakfast had like dumplings and like dumplings are kind of a morning tea kind of thing in oh. Hong Kong. So that like, I could get noodles or rice or dumplings or like continental breakfast stuff. And I said to the guy working there, I was like, this is awesome. It's awesome that you guys have noodles for breakfast and dumplings for breakfast. Like, that's so cool to me. And the, and then he said to me, he's like, yeah, you guys eat a lot of bread.
2: <laughs>
0: and the way he said it was just like, you guys eat heaps of bread. Like, he just had this image of us in Australia, like, yum, 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 bread. <laughs> just big loaves of white oh, bread. Oh, morning, I, I could go some bread. <laughs> like, he thought it was the
1: funniest thing. I think we've really fucked up with breakfast. Yeah. Because I don't, like, I'm, I love a brunch. Mm. You know, she's a cool new age girl. I do love a brunch. But generally speaking, in terms of like what is typically accepted as a breakfast food yeah. amongst us Aussie West- Westerners, very shit in comparison. Like... It's weird. It's weird, the stuff. Like I bowls f- of grains in dairy. That's mm. what we've decided is our breakfast. You and know what pretty- I mean? And it's
2: like a new invention cereal, right? Mm. Like as breakfast. Like mm. it was an American... Kellogg, I think, mm, was yeah. it, he, is he the one? Wasn't it about like masturbation yeah, and he, stuff? He yeah, wanted, Yeah, because he was worri- He was like a one of those.
0: Was it Kellogg? Full on religious it? people. Yeah. or the wheat. Who does wheat? Like, Kellogg. What's this?
2: Sanitarium. I sanitarium. <laughs> I think he ran a sanitarium, and his he was Kellogg, whatever his name was, and he yeah he was he was worried about everyone wanking, so he made a really dry. To, to eat, he thought if you eat a more boring food. But is it was this seen? True? Yeah, this so is people like a would go. thing,
0: yeah, true.
2: And they'd go to his it was like a retreat, a sanitarium, and they'd go there and, and live on a cereal diet. I'm going off a vague memory, but this, this is, up, yeah. this this up, is There's a grain of truth here.
1: So what he believed is if you ate a flashy, delicious breakfast, you'd just fucking <laughs> no. maz all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And well,
1: well, I'll be honest with you, a bowl of cereal doesn't make me want to maz. Yeah. But a delicious fried rice, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. Yeah, if I had a, a
0: lovely broth and some rice and chicken, oh, man, man, I'd be mazzin all day.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't get maybe, anything done.
1: Maybe Mr. <laughs> Kellogg was on to yeah. something. <laughs> because I'll be honest with you, cornflakes, that just like me hymen grow back. <laughs> <laughs> is,
2: like, what does that mean that before? Like that must have been in the, like, the 1800s probably, I guess. Does yeah. that mean before that it was just Yeah,
0: non-stop? what did people like for breakfast then? <laughs> Like it was just
2: jerking it and eating bacon, bacon and jerking it. (laughs) I was just eating really horny breakfast This is also
1: a very vague memory, but just because we're talking about strange ways to stop people from um, having a Maz. Do you know that the vibrator was invented uh, for women who were grieving or going through a lot of emotional turmoil? Hysteria. 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 So um, a doctor invented it. Because he realized if you used it, it calmed the women down. <laughs> That's a vague memory. There is a movie made about it. I haven't seen it or anything.
0: But yeah, no, it was like all these women, all these women are so uptight. All these women are so uptight and like stressed all the time and anxious. And if we pl- place a vibrator on this part of the body that no one has touched, <laughs> suddenly they calm down.
2: <laughs> just no scientific researcher had gone into it at all. No, no, no. no. Like, hang on, what's happened here? <laughs> this is an interesting... <laughs> Wait a second. ...result.
1: That just blew my mind when I found that, that
2: out. Is... I think
0: you're so right about breakfast, though. Sorry? I think you're so right about Western breakfast.
1: Uh, yeah. Really mediocre. My breakfast sucks now I think about it. Like, how shit. I have two pieces... This is my standard breakfast. Two pieces of toast or an English muffin with... Nuttalex and Vegemite on it and two pieces of fruit. That is my standard breakfast. That yeah. sounds
2: pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, that, That's because that I'm shows a bit hungry
1: right now. Yeah. That also like...
2: shows how, you know, how low the standard is. Yeah. When I, that, you said that, I'm like, that sounds all right.
1: Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a fine breakfast.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm having my breakfast now. You We're recording this guy, yeah. in yeah. the afternoon. Yeah. At a banana, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm just had. not very well organised.
1: I haven't had breakfast at all.
2: mm all right, you win.
1: We're covering the three. <laughs> I had a We're latte. covering <laughs> the three of us together in this room. Cover the three types of ways, like artists have breakfast. <laughs> Something really shit and boring. <laughs> a fucking dare in a little. How much is that? Two fifty mil.
2: Yeah, two fifty. Two fifty
1: mil. mils of flavoured milk, <laughs> or absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. coffee. I am. Um, what What would be an ideal breakfast? if you could really just break but it's so hard you don't even know do you mm.
1: Ru- rice rice some sort of like delicious marinated protein and like kimchi that's that sounds really nice yeah i think a broth
0: in the mix as well there like a like a in
1: winter a delicious hot broth
0: like a war- like rice like a yeah protein and like a warm uh, uh, stocky broth
2: i can't even get my head around that yeah Having it, that it's in the so morning. wild yeah it mm. I just I was like that's a dinner yeah but why? Yeah. I why don't is know it why. Is it why is it if
0: you if you uh, dried that rice and then <laughs> yes. put milk on it.
2: And <laughs> heaps of sugar probably. <laughs> yeah. Sugar,
0: milk and cocoa on it. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. yeah. Shine me that, up. It yeah. is weird. It, it, we have this weird preoccupation. Like lunch can broadly be anything. Mm. Dinner can be anything. But breakfast is like four things it can yeah. be. Well,
1: that's what like... It's so odd, the idea, concept of eating, like, leftovers for breakfast, but why? Yeah. It makes the most sense. Like, it really does make the most sense, but I wouldn't ever do it. I made a delicious lasagna last night, right? There was one piece it's left. It's
0: true. She did. I went over to her house and ate some. <laughs> it was
1: really yummy. Um, and there was one serve of lasagna left, right? And I could have had that for breakfast this morning. I really could have. Like, yum. It was so good. But it didn't even occur to me. And instead, I had my shitty toast and two pears. Yeah. Like, I'm going to change that. I think yeah. that we should change Tomorrow's
2: that. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. I'm loving this episode of Mission Zach's uh, Lasagna Rama. <laughs> a bit of fun. That's
0: good. That's good.
2: If we were filming, uh, that would have been a little piece of vertical content.
0: Right. There. <laughs>
1: Soundbite right, sound right there,
0: <laughs> but we weren't uh, because we uh, don't um, do enough work on this. Podcast. <laughs> Matt, uh, did you know who John Leguizamo was before you did this podcast?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, I this podcast is the reason I know. <laughs> I, I know his face, yeah, and yeah, and I've seen him in a lot of movies. I've Always liked him, yeah. but when I heard you were doing this podcast, I was thinking of a different guy. Yeah, for a little while. Who are you thinking of? Um, um, I'm not good at explaining anything. But <laughs> wait, uh, Tachuro? Uh, tar- ta- t- t- ah, oh,
0: John Tachuro. I think I was John thinking Tuturo. Don John, John Tuturo. Yeah, he's kind of like halfway between uh, Tucci and um, Tucci and. Uh, he was and in... Leguizamo. A- Adam, Adam Scott. Oh, John
1: Tutoro. Yeah, Tutoro, no, no, no. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, brother, we're out thou, guys. Yes. Yeah. 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 So but I
2: was thinking it was for a few months I was thinking it was him until I actually sort of
1: oh God, in engaged so many...
2: with the podcast slightly more. Like, oh, this guy.
1: In fairness, in so many ways that was such a better choice. <laughs> 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 I don't mean that because I love John Leguizamo, but um, his films are oh, his films are a bit cooked. He's done like some shit ones, eh?
0: We, I think in hindsight if we were to have... If we were to do this podcast again, if we were to start again a year ago and if we weren't such completists about it, Mm. I think we would have done a podcast about character actors that we love. Oh, yeah. And each episode or each month is about a different character actor and we watch a few of their films. That being said, what we've discovered about this, why we love this, is you end up watching films you'd never watch.
1: Yes. Yes. Because that's the thing is if we'd only done five films of John Leguizamo, chances are we would have seen like four or five of the films we would have studied.
2: We would have done We Chef,
1: would never we would have, have done Cyberline. Stein, Sim- <laughs> we never ah, would have watched
2: this film. Simbaline. I've wanna- never even heard of it as a Shakespeare play. No. Is it a It's a pretty unknown one.
1: Or at least uh, it's yes. not one of the big I, three. I, I, or four. I know
0: a little bit about it. I can talk to it once we. Do we want to well, yeah. talk about some of? I,
2: I would so quickly. The experience you're having here is so similar to what me, Dave, and Jess are having on our show about Brendan Fraser phrasing the bar. Oh uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like there's this handful of movies that we all have fond memories from childhood or whatever. Mm. But the, he's done a lot of like what we have found to be quite awful films. <laughs> It's, it's better. Like we love him the no, whole way through. One hundred percent. But some of the films, you're like, we can see. It. It's not. It's you can nearly see, never the actors. You no, can see wild. the
1: movies that they took to squeeze. Like they're like, I've got a week. You can yeah. have me for three days. <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. is literally what you've got me for. And yeah, I'll, I'll make the money for this film. This, this, and there's other ones
2: where he, I reckon, he's like, I want to do. I want to do art. And they have a big swing and yeah. they miss. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what
2: what was this? That's so interesting because I definitely haven't
1: seen any Brendan Fraser movies outside of the ones that he is known for. Yeah. But that's what happens with Mm. movies.
0: This is the thing you realise when you pick an actor as opposed to anything else, when you pick an actor, you realise you only see the pretty good ones. Yeah, And when people, like, shit on Marvel movies, we talk about this a bit now, like, when people are like, or, like, when people get to the point where they're like, this Marvel movie is... Terrible, and this Marvel movie is brilliant. It's like all shades of three stars. Yeah. You, w- when you pick an actor, you go, you realise that there are a lot of movies that just didn't didn't get over the line. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they they didn't have enough days to shoot it, or they didn't have enough days to edit it. And it's just it, it's not that it's not good. It's just it's not. Finish. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But also,
1: I don't know if you've had this experience with Brendan Fraser, but we've had it with John Leguizamo occasionally, where you come across a gem and you're just like, "Why was that?" We talk about this one a lot, but I'm going to use it as an an example. About a year or so ago, probably longer. longer, Yeah, Zach and I watched a movie called The Take. We're never heard of it before. We're just like, "The fuck!" There were a couple of actors in it we knew, and then a bunch of people we'd never heard of. It just looked like another middling early noughties, mid 90s thriller film. We're like, all right, well, that's the one we're doing this week. We don't go... You guys are going, like, chronologically. Chronological, yeah. We're yeah. not. We're just all over the fucking shop. Um, well, that and- way
2: you can sort of throw in one you're looking forward to yeah. at regular intervals. Well, we would have done, for- like, a Spawn,
0: Romeo and Juliet, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Like, we would have had this run of killer. Yeah,
2: And then he did a lot in the 2000s. Yeah. Like, two years of just...
1: But this jobbing (laughs)
2: actor—that's what's the thing about him being like not often not the star, right? So he probably does more films in a year.
1: A working actor, like you're about to see
2: Brendan Fraser
1: hit that part of
2: his career. <laughs>
1: but this movie, The Take, was like one of the best films I've ever seen him in, ever. Yeah. Oh, and it was right. one of those, like, why was this movie, we think we know why, but why was this movie not seen or picked up or, or whatever? And that happens and it's beautiful, delicious little nuggets. I
0: had never got around, gotten around to seeing um, Land of the Dead. Is it Land of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is George A. Romero's, four, Romero's fourth Dead film So he did Night of the Living Dead Day of the Dead Dawn of the Dead And then um Or Dawn of the Dead Day of the Dead And then this was his fourth one I'd never gotten around to seeing it It is such a good film it's so good It's just like Perfect Oh great Perfect, perfect trashy zombie, trash, yeah. zombie And he like plays the bad guy in it Like he's like And it's one of those films where You know I never would have got I, I probably But I possibly never would have gotten around to seeing it Yeah And then because of this I saw it So the gems are special, mm. but the Drek not even the bad ones, even the bad ones I get some joy from. It's the yeah. ones that are, like, perfectly fine, but they needed a better sound yep. mix where you're just like, oh, my <sighs> God.
2: <laughs> the bad ones are definitely easier to talk about on a podcast as well. Yeah. There's yeah. more to say than a, a bland. <laughs> There's some bland ones.
0: Anyway, we should talk about Cymbeline. I think it's
1: time Cymbeline? to Cymbeline? Sim- Cymbeline. Cymbeline.
0: Um, but before Cibyl the shepherd. ad, before the ad, um, civil shepherd. Before the ad, Mish will be revealing after the ad. After the ad, Mish will be revealing her favorite fruit to have with breakfast.
1: Ooh.
0: <gasps> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Um, it, my favourite would be mango, but it's mostly pears because they're cheap at the moment. And they're yummy, like the soft ones.
0: So that's why we stick around through the apps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What's wrong with Oh, no, we're
1: good. I thought I deleted my blurb. I didn't. Oh, no. Um, I would like to premise before I do this blurb that Zach and I make a conscious effort to not discuss the film before the pod with each other because we love to experience, like, oh, maybe it might be different. And, Matt, like, I've not spoken to you about this film either, but I don't think I've ever been so confident that you both feel the same way about this <laughs> film
2: as me. I reckon I might surprise you, but we'll see. We'll
1: see. Okay, here's the little blurb. <clears throat> Cymbeline or Cymbeline or whatever is a Shakespearean tragedy, or is it, I would like to discuss that, <laughs> uh, yeah. about a powerful man who hates his daughter's boyfriend so much he's going to kill him. <laughs> he is so powerful. He would much prefer for his daughter to marry her stepbrother to keep the power in the family. Full-on shit happens because of this. The movie was made in 2015 and was directed by Michael Almerdia. I don't want to pronounce that incorrectly. I definitely did. And what a cast. Like, honestly, this cast is fucking stacked. We've got Ethan Hawke, Ed Harris, Dakota Johnson, Bill Pullman, Miller Jovovich, the creepy cunt from the Netflix series You. So many amazing actors. <laughs> so many. They're incredible. The majority of them are being are so great that they broke into their acting careers without any formal training. That's amazing. Formal or classical training. Classical, like Shakespeare. No training at all. <laughs> Uh, uh, John Leguizamo plays Pisanio, uh Who is Cymbeline or Cymbeline or whatever's Right hand man and protector It's his 2014 to 2018 era So he's wearing really tight clothes And has facial hair
0: Great mm-hmm. Did we talk about the fact that that, that, that that Cymbeline How it was reimagined
1: No we're going to do that now
0: Okay um, so I, I can talk to that if you'd like Oh sure So um, Cy- Cymbeline Cymbeline Cymbeline?
1: Let's go with Cymbeline.
0: Cymbeline. 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 Cymb- Cymb- Cymbeline. Yeah. Cymbeline. Is uh, <laughs> the original is set in Roman England.
2: Oh. It's set
0: around the time, to- oh, even possibly pre-Roman England. <laughs> mm. It's at about the time that the Romans were kind of taking over England and it's about, like, the early, early kings of, of England and, mm. and, and, and their issue with Caesar and that. Uh, but this version is about um, Rome has now been reimagined as wherever they filmed it and <laughs> the England America? England yeah. Britons yeah. are now a bikey gang.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's and exactly that's, right. So it's
0: been reimagined as a bikey and it's set now. It's not set mm. in a weird ver- it's set now. And they when have you say iPads and, and laptops.
1: And when you say Rome uh, and is wherever they've set it now, it's very much like Rome is now a car park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where most of the film took place, but there's still a Caesar of Rome. Yeah, they yeah,
2: still could talk about Caesar and all of that. Yeah, and who was Caesar in the end? Do we uh, ever find Caesar? Because the cop was he like the head of the cops? I thought maybe never it wasn't, saw him?
1: wasn't Bill Pullman Caesar. Oh, oh
2: I, don't, I don't. It was the dad of?
0: I thought he was just. I thought Caesar was like off in Rome,
2: but the Rome cops were there, I'd like right? To
1: make look, I'd mm. like to make something very, very, very clear. <laughs>
2: I, um, I, I I'm so glad that you're you're confused too because I was watching, it going, oh no.
0: What was your experience yeah. of watching it, Matt? Like, what because well, I didn't say anything. I just said, would you like? Can you
2: watch this film? Yeah. That I oh, I like talk I, us through it. I quite like the strategy. And I want. I was wondering if you use that for all your guests, where you ask, would you like to be on? We'll pick a film for you. You mm. wait for a yes, and then you go, <laughs> here's your film. Mm. <laughs> you don't go, would you like to be on this and do a talk about the film Cymbalin? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was. Was uh, good because you know <laughs> I might have looked into it and felt out of my depths, but I um <laughs> I gotta be I, honest I, with you when I asked you to do it,
0: I didn't know, right. for sure that I was making you watch exactly what you watched. <laughs> <Right>. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to know like, you were not as tricked as, as you maybe think you
2: were. So I put I I put it on last night, <laughs> and you know there was some. I had to rewind a few times because there was like these these sc- early straight up there were these title screens with I can't even remember what they said but they said there was a sentence
1: backstory yeah. and I
2: had to keep going back and I was saying the, I'm the king I'm like the, what do you mean the queen mm-hmm. There's no explain why queen but it's just the queen is the wife of the head of the bikies mm-hmm. Okay, all right, okay I think I get it <laughs> but that, and then there's this, there's quite a bit of time goes by. Um, it's like beautifully shot. There's one of those long great, shots uh, following a, a, a woman walking a bike. She puts the bike stand down, and it, might, it feels like it's been quite a while. I'm like, this is very looks nice, <laughs> but what's happening? And then um, they start talking, <laughs> and I and I said out loud to myself, "Oh no," <laughs> <laughs> because I. <I'd- laughs> It's uh, a, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, full Elizabethan or whatever Shakespearean language. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> and just, I just, oh, and I, and then I, I move the mouse over to see how long to go. <laughs> there was.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'd like to state as well that going to this, I didn't know. I've never heard of this Shakespearean play yeah. before. I'd never even heard of it. But when I read that it was a Shakespearean adaption, I was like, oh, it's going to be like She's the Man. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what it's, I I, think, I was like, yeah. oh,
1: okay, they're going to take it like She's the Man Yeah, and it's not going to be full. Because you don't see a lot of films now that are full prose? Pro, pro.
0: Like full, well. A, yeah. uh, rhyming
1: couplets. It's not done like, in like full, full Shakespearean. Full, like, Shakespearean. full yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just full. Except this, okay, Usually, sometimes when we dislike a film, and it has happened, there have been a few movies in our, we've done 140-something of them now, there have been times where we haven't loved a film and we've said, look, this was not my favourite film, but I can appreciate X, Y, and Z, and we try and go into it as open-minded as possible, recognising that some people probably love this film. I don't care. I did not (laughs) like this movie. I didn't like it, and I've, I've, I've made the choice to be able to say that. I did not like this film, and I watched the trailer for this film before I watched the film, and it is the most misleading okay. trailer I have ever seen for oh. a movie. The trailer looks sick. It makes this movie look fucking mint. They, they, cut, like-
0: they just take, like, moments of them being like, oh, what? What? And, like, you know, so, like, where they would say, oh, what be thou upon this hour? Um, just like, oh, what? So, they, they knew. In the trailer. Yeah. Oh, what? They knew. The other funny, funny thing about this movie, I looked it up, is that they changed the name in the US release to Anarchy because Sons of Anarchy had just come out. So, they changed the name to Anarchy. And I think there's even, like, a version of it. It's called Anarchy Ride or Die. So, I love the notion that... There would have been people that would have seen that DVD at the DVD shop in the last dying days of video shops, would have seen a movie called Anarchy with a great cast and would have gone, fuck, that looks kind of leather jackets on the cover. And then they got this. Like that's so Yeah, is that a
2: good I don't know if that's the best way to market a film. You've sold the DVD. Oh, okay. It's like, I think that's the distributor being like, fuck in. Let's get what we can. <laughs> uh, we know it's okay that if nearly everyone who watches it hates it <laughs> and like- we don't market it towards anyone who might want to watch it, that's okay because we sold the DVD. It's like school groups, I'm sure. that would- <laughs>
1: Well, it's just, like, I'd, I'd like to make it clear, I don't have a problem with Shakespearean text or language I like it When it's done well I actually think it's fucking I myth. mean we're
0: on the John Leguizamo yeah. podcast
1: Romeo and Juliet Romeo and Hello Julia. Hello Like we love it We love that shit But I would also like to state That this has a 3.7 out of 10 On IMDB mm. Not that those ratings Should be anything to go by But that's Fucking massive right And I didn't notice that Until halfway through the film When I was looking up Like information about this And I think they're on the money <laughs> <laughs> I think they are I. It's It was It was not good <laughs> Shakespearean language like if you read a Shakespearean play it's often a, a lot of monologues really really romantic rich monologues and the way this movie handled monologues was to make them voiceovers yeah which I didn't hate I hate it I think it is lazy I think they've recognized <laughs> I think they went oh well Ed Harris isn't very good at this isn't very good at this
0: oh no Ed Harris is. oh wow See, this is the thing, Mish, I didn't like the movie either, but I, I'll come into bat for a few of the actors.
1: No, I think Ed Harris is a good actor, but he didn't understand. that. Like, he, I, he wasn't good at delivering this text. He just wasn't. I uh, think
2: because I didn't understand the text, mm. I probably didn't notice some of that stuff as much because I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, I thought Ed Harris <laughs> was pretty good.
1: <laughs> no, I, he bothered me. Were, like, <laughs> it, it did. And oh, I like Ed good. Harris. I like Ed Harris. I have a, I have a, a th- I, I like him. I enjoy his film. I didn't, I just thought, and he wasn't the worst. I was using him as an example. He was not the Who worst. Who was the worst? Dakota Johnson. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> like and which one was she? She was
0: the cymbaline. She was quite the, a do- good character. The, the, girl, the, the, the one with the bicycle. Yes. Because mm. she's not classically trained at all. Right and classically trained actors, British ones in particular. The Americans, like this, I, I'm going to be a bit nerdy with my acting training here a bit, but Americans learn how, like, about truth. They they have a particular process that's not very text based. Whereas British actors are much more about like you learn about the rhythm of it, you learn about the trying to make it clear. Whereas American actors don't do that. You'll find that most successful film adaptations of um, Shakespeare, in my opinion, have about a fifty-fifty drop of American and British actors. Right. They have a good chunk of Br- like Romeo and Juliet has a lot, like has a lot of British
2: actors in the mix. To like, where because you're you're both uh, trained actors, right? Yeah, yeah. but it, where, <laughs> no, yeah, no. But where does Australia years fit? Ago. Australia <laughs>
0: falls, I think, somewhere in the middle, closer to the British side of things.
2: Because there wasn't Claire Danes was in Romeo and Juliet, right? She mm. was. Was she any good? She's Australian. She was fine. I think she was directed really well.
0: No, she's not Australian. She's not Australian. No, but she was young. And no, she she
2: used to date uh, an Australian. She dated Ben. That's. Lee. I think I yeah, just. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> She's our uh, adopted daughter.
1: <laughs> Thank you, <Ben> Lee. Claire
2: Danes. <laughs> Baz Luhrmann's Australian. Yes, there was a connection, and, and it was yeah, it was a very Australian. <laughs> and I mean, Leonardo
1: film. DiCaprio was in that film.
2: Right. So and he's yes, but that film
0: here's where I sort of would say. that I sort of Romeo and Juliet cuts, I think at least two thirds of the, of the text. Like it cuts so much of the dialogue Mm. and it moves it to different places. Like there's a bit at the end of the play of Romeo and Juliet where he drinks poison and then he goes, Oh, thy drugs are quick. Thus, with a kiss. I die. And then he kisses her and dies. Um, and then in the movie, Baz Luhrmann just like cuts that because, um, you can see drugs working quick by someone dying quickly, uh, and you can see someone kissing, and you can see someone dying. You don't need to say, "Oh, thy drugs are quick." Thus, with a kiss, I die. You can just cut it out. It's great on stage because mm-hmm. it's poetry. It's really great in five hundred years ago we, on a you know
1: on a stage far away with yeah I was you say know there's no fact.
2: zoom in
0: you no. know <laughs> yeah so but once you've got a camera close up you you can just have him. Drink some poison, poison, kiss her, and die, and then you can have her shoot herself, and be, and you can keep maybe a couple of the lines in what was in the play, maybe like four, five pages of dialogue. You can cut all of it.
2: And did they not do that?
0: Well, I don't know. I've never read *Cymbeline*, but there are a lot of moments where they just say things like, you know what I mean? They're like, ah. Oh, oh, truth, do look upon this time. And then, they're, like, the funniest layer is they um, show that because it's set now, they have like photo evidence because it's all about a woman's honor. And um, in the original play, I presume they just lie He comes and he's like, I slept with your woman She's not a virgin And probably had the bracelet And he had the bracelet and he had the description of the room And he was like able to describe her body, the room and the bracelet But then in this version, he also takes photos and he shows her Shows him on an iPad But then he also does all the dialogue. So he's like,
2: let me describe the room for you. And it's like, why are you describing the room? He's looking at an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) It's a lot of talking. There was also a weird thing with the phones that they didn't go all the way in because our man, John Leguizamo, would be delivering text messages by bringing someone a phone and showing them the phone rather than just texting them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did, did I notice that? Is yeah, that right? No, no,
1: that's true.
2: It was so strange. I'm like, why are you having phones if you're not going to use them as phones? Yeah. It's a lot of, um, like,
0: uh, there's, a, there's a, it's like, you know, how most episodes of Seinfeld wouldn't work now? Like, because almost all of Seinfeld is predicated on them not having phones. Yeah. It's always one person running late or they can't find someone. So most of the episodes, a lot of the classics are, are built around... Like And as soon as someone has a mobile phone, they're like, hey, I'm running a bit late. Mm. Start without me. There's 40% of Seinfeld gone. (laughs) There's almost all horror is out the window because it's like, hey, uh, there's a monster here. I'm going to go. Can you come pick me up? (laughs) (laughs) It's like that with Shakespeare. But it's like if you adapt it and then put a phone into the world... Mm -hmm. You have to like address people.
1: <laughs> I think that there were things in this play that just did not work on film in 2015, whatever. And to me it is very clear. I didn't know the Sons of Anarchy thing, but it makes perfect sense that they went, Oh, fucking people love bikey gangs right now. Leather jackets are in. Let's do let's take this classic text and just make it bikey gangs. Cause the beauty of Shakespeare is you can literally put it anywhere and it can be anything, right? <laughs> And they did this bikey gang thing. But a big running theme of the fucking play is that he, like two of his sons go, like he loses two of his sons and then at the end of the play he's presented with his sons again as adults and he embraces them, it's fine. So it's just this bikey gang guy who's lost two sons and then at the end he's just like, oh, you're back, Yeah, sick. Like it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just was, this play does not work with a bikey gang.
2: I missed the bit because I... The re, when they were reunited, I'm like, what? Mm. I missed a bit where... When did he say that he'd lost his son? Oh, or was that one that, of I the screens? I mean, strange? that happens a lot.
0: In mm. I've read apparently this play is not very popular anymore um, because you're saying, is it a tragedy? Isn't it mm. a tragedy? Shakespeare's tragedies usually end with everyone dying. The difference between a tragedy and a comedy really mm. is... One of the ends with everyone dying. The other the one ends with everyone getting together and being happy. Often this, a
1: wedding, often, often a marriage, a wedding, or, like or something. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't really like his comedies at all because um, it's like they're not that funny. I'm going to be real here. They're not that. They they you know they're a little dated. <laughs> And then the end is just like ah a wedding hurrah. (laughs) Whereas like I really like his tragedies because it's like everyone's taught like everyone's really heightened and over the top, and then everyone dies, and it's like really like intense and cool, right? This feels like a tragedy. They play it like a tragedy, but and this I read about the play. Mm. This play has always been a bit weird because it ends like a comedy. So you, it's travelling like a tragedy and then at the end, and it's so funny. And that's
1: what I mean. It was just fucking ridiculous. The
0: movie is shot like m- mobsters and people are killing each other. Someone gets his head cut off at one point. And then the end of the movie is I don't think they had enough days to shoot it firstly because it's a lot of like m- like mid shots and like two shots and a lot of like people like like things come into the blocking. Like, like they just bring
2: in a dead body. <laughs> yeah, they bring the Queen's. Body and I thought that was so funny because he 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 finds out that she's just married him for the power or whatever, and he shows his how he doesn't care about her anymore because he just pushes her <laughs> out of the shot <laughs> on but a it just wheelie bed. On <laughs> a wheelie bed and it just sort of really limply rolls away. <laughs> like he pushes it real hard, it doesn't it doesn't really travel. I'm like, they must have wanted it to fall over or something, but it they, they mustn't have had time to shoot to, it again to go again. It just yeah. felt so unsatisfying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's just also really strange because Shakespeare's plays end with everyone standing around, like the comedies in particular, Everyone standing around, all of the cast stand around and like each thing gets sorted out. And it's, I don't enjoy it on a stage.
2: Kind of like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. <laughs> um, but like less neat, like Seinfeld at all. Clicks yeah. or a Shakespeare, it's like, well, you can get with her and you can get with him, and you lost your sons, but guess what? I've got two sons <laughs> yeah. that are going to replace them. Yeah. It's like this weird, awkward thing. But I didn't. I thought it was bad on stage. Seeing it in a car park, yeah,
1: <laughs> was absolutely just some of the greatest that's, actors in America. That's what I mean. Film. The, the uh, Shakespearean comedies, like the, the the being presented with the two sons you've lost, it's always just like, and merry we are. Oh, my sons are back. It's like, what the fuck? And this movie, after he's literally just stepped... A lot of slow motion in this film as well. Stepped out of a fucking warehouse with a gun on his hip and just fucking let loose in a car park with a machine gun. And then his two sons... Hello! Oh! Come on in! It's like so much is just... You just killed so many people. And this movie is playing the weight of that so heavily that you can't just be presented with your two adult sons that you haven't said, and just been like, okay, hello, hello, friends.
0: It, like, they should have just cut it all. Like, I think that's my opinion. Cut that. Just cut the two sons. Cut. Yes, that's what I cut, mean. Like, yeah. Cut, cut, like cut 50% more of the dialogue and then, ju- mate, but then you'd still have like actors just being like, oh, prithee, what do you come here for? What if, it, what
2: if they just rewrote it so it did end with the classic tragedy finish? And everyone, like, people did shoot each other. The Poison actually worked on yeah, the girl as the boy. And mm-hmm. Would that have been better? Because I, I, for the first little while, I'm like, fucking hell, this is going to take forever. And then I found myself really enjoying the yeah. middle section. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, even though there was, like, all those things that were weird about it. be like, you know, it's a Shakespeare thing set in 2015. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm forgiving a lot of things. But I'm kind of enjoying it. It's sort of nice I, I I don't know. I got used to it, but I think it, it probably also benefited from me my expectations dropping to the floor yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> pretty oh, early, yeah. and yeah. then being like, actually, you know what? this isn't so bad and i I really enjoyed it. The end was, yeah, they didn't land it because but but it sounds like that's just how Shakespeare wrote it.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, it's it's genuinely like uh I was reading about it like it's a criticism of the play, yeah. Because it's like, but you can change it. You can
2: just, yeah. Change. I mean, you, you have added phones.
0: You kind of got behind it. You kind of vibe yeah. it. Yeah, I
2: was sort end. of it's so interesting. I, li- I like that whole bit where they were in the hills and yeah. Mm.
0: There was a couple of really strong visual moments. I think, uh, yeah, I loved some of the visuals. I, I think my thing is with Shakespeare, is it's so heightened. This is what I, I think we talked about this when we did Baz Luhrmann. Mm. It's so heightened. Obviously, no one talks like that. People didn't talk like that then. You know, it's poetic. That if you don't turn everything else up Mm. when you make a film of it, you should cut a lot and you should turn all the other things up. It should look as big as the words. It should feel...
2: As big as they kind of did the opposite. Everything was small my, and my it, everything
0: was supernaturalistic.
2: Yeah, that's you know? my
1: big, big criticism of the movie. If you, it's hard to compare the two because they are so different. But the reason I think Romeo and Juliet is so loved universally and not just by people who like classical text is because it's a visual story and it, it's quite flamboyant and it's big and bold and you know, it's it's a really enjoyable film to watch. If it was in another language completely, you would probably still enjoy the film. Mm. This movie, like if you don't understand like what like if you don't listen to a lot of classical text and you're like, oh this is very confusing for me, it's gonna be very difficult to follow because it's also contained natural. They played it like this is like this is just how this Bikey gang speaks to each other. And it just doesn't it didn't work. It didn't it was It was just, like, I
2: love when this. you
1: look at the cover of this film and it looks so rich and so good and you see the lineup of the cast, I think we were saying this to each other a, a different day, and you go, why haven't I heard of this film? Because Ethan Hawke is in this movie with Ed Harris and Ed Harris is in this movie with Dakota Johnson and Dakota Johnson is in this movie with fucking, you know, Bill Pullman, why have I not heard of this movie? Don't watch that
2: movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, do
1: you know what I mean? Don't do it because there's a reason why you've never heard of this film. If
2: it was any good, yeah. it would have been huge because yeah. of the cast. Yeah. But it's also like, um, yeah, I just think it would have been better if
0: they'd made it, if they'd updated the language.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I think so. I, or? I, yeah, I think actors were all obviously very good actors, but... Yeah, because I didn't understand what I was saying. I didn't realise. You know how you... I think back when I was studying it, you could tell it more. You'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, they, they don't know what these words mean they're saying. But watching mm-hmm. this, I'm like, oh, I don't know what these words mean. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I don't know. I lo- I just I think I just like Ed Harris, maybe. I loved Ed Harris. You know Harris. how I didn't like the shot of him pushing his uh, dead wife away? Yeah. I loved the bit where he pushed his stepson off the uh, chair in the, in, in the breakfast table. That was very funny i laughed out loud <laughs> do you know my favorite they nailed thing. that, remember I've,
1: that I've, i laughed out loud he, once as well
2: he sort of i think he disrespected uh the king's daughter mm. and he just pushed him off the chinaston <laughs> the of breakfast he just pushed him onto the floor <laughs> that's good stuff
0: i laughed a couple of times there was one bit in particular when um dakota johnson finds her brother's body <laughs> when she finds her brother's body and um his head has been cut off and uh I think that you know with a like a big classical actor you know like a Kate Blanchett the lines are like something along the lines of where is his head where is that thing where is his head and I' don't like know,
2: what does that mean? She can't
0: get past <laughs> the fact that he's missing his head and if you saw like a Kate Blanchett do it it would be where is his head you know it would be right. like this big moment of like like this is my brother and he's missing a head, but because it's a twenty-five-year-old untrained like film actor, she like she's like, where is his head? <laughs> and then she like looks, she does a little look to see uh-huh. if she can
2: find his head. Where is his that's got to be on the director, right? this yeah. yes,
1: absolutely,
0: so. or, or on the I think my theory is this is where I don't want to shit on it too mm. much because my theory is i think they didn't have enough time to shoot it so it's a budget thing probably, i think it's yeah. a budget thing more than a director thing right. a bit of a director thing
2: cuz you have to keep moving on eventually
0: but i reckon it's like there's mm. not enough punching in there's not enough like editing around stuff it's right. like i think it's a budget thing particularly the last scene mm. they're just standing around a car mm. park it's like i think they had a day and they needed a week <laughs> right.
1: my um, my laugh out loud moment was when the brother's head got removed and the two sons and that guy that had been looking after them for like 18 years.
2: The guy from The Good Wife.
1: Yeah, that guy. Uh, they uh, were talking about what to do and the guy from The Good Wife goes, dispose of the head, dispose of this body. And in the play it would have been dispose of this head, dispose of this body, big monologue, next scene. But they decided they'd show the disposing <laughs> that, of the head. So and the way he disposed. <laughs> the way he disposed of the head. Was he just... Picked it up, and in the strangest <laughs> shot ever, with this weird kind of what shot would you call that? Where you kind of just see them standing on a road. He just like yeets it over. <laughs> him, he does. You know? yeah, pips he just, it,
0: and he's in the background. It's not even like yeah. the main point. It's just, just like, oh yeah, no worries.
2: Hey, <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: he just kind of like pips it over his shoulder. They all just kind of stand there, just like yeah, like very funny. And I like they it wasn't got meant to be, but it was so funny.
2: They got away with the the low budget. Not not being able to have a realistic head, but it's just still in the, the helmet. Yeah. It's so good. I'm like, that's clever. I yeah. thought yeah. Just that's pipped a good the point. Whole helmet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the
0: hacked off head was pretty, impactful. Graphic, yeah. It was so just- she
2: she thought the body, she didn't think she didn't know it was her brother, right? She thought it was her her husband or whatever. Oh, did she? Yeah, she because yeah. he was dressed he he had this plan, you know, it was, this is all Shakespeare stuff though. He had this plan of Getting the clo- his clothes and dressing as him and that would be the way he wins her over. And then Oh okay. Then he has oh, the, it then was had the, the head not the removed. brother,
0: it was the guy that she was meant to marry. Yeah, the
2: guy from step uh, Gossip Girl. It yeah. was her stepbrother, yeah. but it she thought it was the guy from Gossip Girl.
0: So the head being removed was like a it was plot, a plot point. Yeah.
2: That was the key thing. I missed that. Yeah. So that's what she was like. She was really. It wasn't. Oh no, the, my brother. I don't like is missing. It's the guy I love. So was, when yeah, she, so when you said it was underwhelming, it was like.
1: And so when she sees him in the car <laughs> park, should have been the really. End. When she sees him in the car park at the end, in the most underwhelming shot ever, you see her walking from the background <laughs> oh, forward. Yeah. But not it even to, to the wet. foreground. <laughs> yeah, and he, she just kind of like falls on him and hugs. It's a perfect example of they just didn't have time to do an extra shot. She just kind of hugs him and goes, oh, get off. And not, But it's like, again, a really odd shot of her. It's like the, the impact of her walking from the car towards him is just nothing. Yes, yeah,
2: so it feels like they, they didn't have enough time to film her hmm. single shots or whatever, like yeah. her she's always like mm. in the background or whatever. Yeah, I like how accurate they were with a Shakespearean-style girl with a boy's haircut. That yeah. wig was so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like how do
2: you even get a haircut like that?
1: <laughs> what do you ask for? <laughs> I want this Shakespearean girl as boy haircut,
0: please. I want an Act Two haircut, please. Um,
1: I don't like. I don't. I, I will say of John Leguizamo, and I do mean this. I'm not just saying this because we've dig- dedicated a podcast to him. Um, he was a bit of refreshing for me throughout it. Like, he does a scene with Dakota Johnson where she's, like, convincing him to help her against her father's wishes. Um, and you can just tell that he gets it. He gets the language. He's very good at delivering it. I think that he. this was another example of, like, you've got me for a week. Right. Like, this is one of those movies. I where-
0: think that that's why, you know, like, uh, I was watching it with my partner and, and she was like, oh, do you think, Why do you think, she said, do you think they knew that it wasn't going to Come together quite right. And mm. I was like, possibly in that last scene, I think they would have known they didn't have enough days and that they were shooting fast, right? But I was like, I think all of the actors here, you know how we were talking before about why they would do something? I think all the actors were like, ah. Eh. It's a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. I love doing Shakespeare. Like, yeah. it would have purely oh, been actor Like Harris- you know what I mean? Ed right.
1: Harris agreed to do... Yeah, all right. I've not worked... I'll work with Ed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just like, oh,
0: I've never done that show. I yeah. love doing Shakespeare. They would have said to their agent, if any Shakespeare comes along, like, you call me right away because I love doing Shakespeare. Yeah. I haven't done Shakespeare since uh, uni, you know? <laughs> like. But it was... Um, yeah, Ed Harris was... I-, I thought the actors were all really good. It was just. It was just... I think the other thing, right, is the socio-political context this is a bit of a wank here but the socio-political context of what a sh- what a play is set in if you recontextualize it if you set it somewhere else you have to be really really considered about like mm. um all right what is this how does this world directly correlate with the world that it was set in you know what i mean like it's like Um, And you have to, and I think more than that, you have to think about like, what's the core story here? Like what's, and this is, I think what happened was they were like, what if it was re-envisioned with bikeys? And then there wasn't like the next step of like, oh, is the relationship between bikeys and the police of a city really like the relationship between ancient England and Rome? (laughs) Is it, does it really (laughs) click? Mm. Um, If not, why not?
1: (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought Ed Harris was good Hey, here's a question The cop Yeah, he's the- from Chicago Hope, right?
1: <laughs> Is, he? Is he? I didn't notice <laughs> I'm going
0: to Google it before I ask it Because I want to get it right Yeah um,
1: Who's the, wait, the cop, the the corrupt boy?
0: Oh yeah, because he gets a bag of cash at the end, yeah. doesn't he? But the cop uh, Film Alright, um, i before I should I should have looked this up before I asked. Yeah. The cop Vondy
1: Curtis Hall.
0: Yeah. Well, can you click on him? Yes. What else he's done?
1: Gridlocked. Glitter. <laughs> he was in glitter. He was in glitter. Yeah. The Nighthouse. Blue Bayou.
0: Oh, maybe not.
1: Waist deep.
0: Chicago. I thought home. it was him. <laughs> I home. thought it was him. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's in Romeo and Juliet. Oh. As the cop. Oh right Which one Typecast as a Wait Von D Curtis cop? Hall Yeah I'm pretty sure he's the cop in Romeo and Juliet I think he has now done two Shakespeare oh films Oh my god
1: he is too
0: Yeah where they make him Captain Prince So in he's the prince in Romeo and Juliet but they've made him Captain Prince um, So maybe he's Captain Caesar in this <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god I didn't even I did not I even just. I, that
0: I remember thinking It's fun that Leguizamo They've got two Of the cast But yeah, not yes. only have they recast, They've got two people From Romeo and Juliet yeah. They've now got He's now done Two films mm. Where he's done A Shakespeare cop
2: Yeah oh, That was fun wow,
1: type, like, Yeah
2: That was my go. little Final thought no, for No thank you,
1: you. Um, Do you have any final thoughts There Matt
2: uh, Maybe my final thought is this. This is all about a a motorcycle gang, right? Yeah. Uh, the main character is uh, a protege for the motorcycle gang. Why is he on a skateboard so much? Mm.
1: What? Ed Harris?
2: No, the the protege, the, the kid. guy from you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's practicing.
2: Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? Right, why wouldn't those sh- shots be of him going across town be on a motorbike? Did we see much motorcycle riding in this? One? I don't know if I saw any. There was one at the motorcycle. start. There
1: was, and at the end. Um, but
2: there was a that scene of him on the skateboard was really long. Yes, and then was. he got take. He like the cop takes him out, heads him off, and he stacks.
1: Maybe it's to show that he's just not at motorcycle level okay. yet. Okay,
2: all right. There'd so it was a, it was a choice. Wait, it motorcycle- wasn't that they. That he didn't know how to ride a motorcycle.
1: No, because at the end he jumps on one.
2: True. Yeah, yeah but only- he gets on the back. He doesn't oh,
1: ride he the does motorcycle. Too.
0: Maybe it's like, maybe that's the issue. They're like, imagine instead of like him being a rival for like a rival house of England, um, they don't like him because he rides skateboards instead of motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: They don't like his choice of. I have a funny feeling of just the actor can. Ride a skateboard quite well, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll use that." Yeah, it's funny. My my thing, kept I d- stack. It kept falling
0: over on the motorbike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it.
0: <laughs> my thing was, I just wish it had been set mostly in a bikie club.
1: Yeah. If it had
0: like felt really dirty and in a bikie club, and like everyone was dirty and gross. I think then the misogyny of the story would have been more believable in a contemporary setting. Yeah,
1: that's true. My thing is that I wish this movie wasn't made. (laughs) No, I just, I didn't enjoy it. I just, I don't really have too many final thoughts other than like this goes into the very small category of films that we have watched in our 140 that I'm just like, I did not like this film. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah um, At the end of every uh, episode We give a rating out of five Leguistamos Okay Now that is not a f- five Like we're not rating the film Like I, we're not saying like you know What would you give this film out of five We're rating this film based on how Leguizamo-y it is Okay yeah uh,
0: So this movie would have a pretty high Ed Harris score Yeah And a pretty high Ethan Hawke score I think in arguably Yes I would
1: say Ethan so Because Ethan
2: Hawke loves just doing weird oh. shit
1: Yeah but, but and despite, I would say, very, very low Bill Pullman score.
2: Yeah. Bill yeah. You're Pullman, talking about people saying they have a week. He obviously said over an hour. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. in one. He's sort of a, just an apparition
1: for yeah. a
0: little bit. Yeah. I'll give you an hour. We yeah. got
2: Bill Pullman.
1: <laughs> yeah. But Bill Pullman, it, despite the fact he's quite an integral role and in that really, really big, massive scene, I would say, despite all of that, it's not very Bill Pullmany. No. So, uh, based on Leguistamo's, I'm going to give it two and a half. Leguistamo's, um, I think he does Shakespearean text very, very well. He was very attractive in this film. I was attracted to him in this film.
0: Full daddy Guzman. Full
1: daddy Guzman. My God. Um, but uh, I just don't think it utilised him well at all.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it two and a half Leguistamo's as well. Um. F- uh, no, th- two Okay uh, I don't I think he was underutilised I think I. You know, this is We're talking about the guy that played Tibble Yeah, that's Yeah, 100% that He wasn't utilised at all This guy can all. fucking deliver, right And he can go big And they made him go small And he was I, I just wish he was playing a bigger part in the story mm. Um, I think there was just other parts he could have played Um, That being said It was really cool when he was getting tortured. He did really good getting tortured. Oh, in the
2: bag on his head? Yeah. Man, that was good face acting. acting. I I mean, I couldn't, good acting normally means you're not thinking about this, but I was like, whoa, how do they do this? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) They keep cutting away for the reaction shots from Ed Harris, and I'm like, that's obviously to give him a breath. Yeah. it, it was it was intense. It, was it felt
0: of. like he was like, go for it, just yeah. go for it. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, just fucking go for it. Yeah, and, yeah. I thought he was really. Oh, badass. Yeah, he
1: would have done that too. We love him.
0: I'm gonna give it three stars for those two <laughs> scenes, but he was super underutilized.
1: One hundred percent.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I I Jake feel like should have written a bigger part
2: for him. Yeah, I think.
1: Well, <laughs> he probably
2: if, maybe if he said he had more time. You know, yeah, maybe probably would have been hard for him to star in it if he's like, I got three days. Yeah, and Shakespeare
0: was like, (laughs) had his big feather quill, and he was like, well, I can only write it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm in any position like you two to give a score like this. But so I'll say, you said two and a half and three.
1: Yeah,
2: I'll say two point seven five.
1: Oh, wow. It's a quarter rate. We've never done one of those. Mish doesn't let me do quarter ratings. Okay. But I think because I'll you're say. a guest, I
2: love
0: the idea that we start breaking that rule yeah, down. that's fine. Because I'm wanting to do quarters all the time.
1: I respect you and I, I, I understand. I
2: really was just given the uh, the, the, average. the average of your two scores. But I, yeah, I, I don't know why, but I didn't hate it. Okay. I, if it was a score for the film, I probably would have given it like... At two point seven five. This okay. <laughs> is
0: good. <laughs> I wish uh, this is a really great instinct. I set you up to fail because I told you I didn't love it last night. No, you did. That's a hard. You rule. didn't
1: set me up to fail. I would not have enjoyed this film even if you hadn't said that. I, I like the to bit God.
0: where I like the bit where Dakota Johnson was like, "Where's his head?" And I also like the bit where <laughs> the vet came at the end and was like, "Hey, your wife's dead." And not only that, we brought her body, mm. and then yes. the two girls in little <laughs> skirts got the
2: body out. A little of the... cheerleader. Let's a little they... cheerleader. Because they were meant to be her. Daughter, her her sidekicks, or something. So they were like, We've got to make them look
0: into the wide shots. That that was so weird. There
2: were so many weird things. So uh, many weird things. Um, I loved, and I loved the iPads. iPads made me laugh. Not yeah, the, it's scrolling, a- <laughs> flicking through iPads. <laughs> <is very laughs> incongruous. It's
1: not the worst movie I've ever seen. I liked the eating of the head. I thought that was that very was great. funny. great. I
2: think that was my favourite bit. That whole section. Yeah. Once the that guy. Was, that was a good scene. Yeah, all, all that style. I loved the that it looked awesome. That bit with all the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Oh, that all oh, that whole part is what made me. I, start I to genuinely enjoy the film. think this
0: movie with either a lot less dialogue. or... Or, like, more or like not Shakespearean dialogue could have been a really good idea. I think movie. it
1: shouldn't have been Shakespearean text. I think they should have adapted the script. Yeah. I think I, I 100%, and then I think it could have been a, a solid. Because you write about
0: those rocks. That was a really impactful.
1: Uh, it was there was awesome. a couple yeah. of cool little moments. Oh, fuck
2: yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: the
2: other, one other thing I think I didn't get it at the time. Did you get the joke when <laughs> the two, we didn't realize, or I didn't realize they were the two sons at the time? So her as a boy just wanders into their cabin yeah. and the dad from the good wife is like, hey, hey, boys, let's treat this boy with respect. Let's look after him. And then one of the other kids' sons goes, I will love him like a brother. And I'm like, well, that was a wild. <laughs> Why have you gone to that? But it, it would have been like a Shakespeare joke because he, she was his sister.
1: Yeah. Ah Yeah it's very funny that's very Good funny. job so,
2: so I guess Like but Were we meant to realise that At the time
1: No but you meant to Like it's like a call cool, Like when you yeah. think about it Like oh this Cause oh, at see, the time now, I'm like I don't mind this film That's very good <laughs> Very funny
0: What was I forgot I wanted to say one other bit That really made me laugh What was her pretend name When she was a man
2: Oh yeah
0: uh, It was um, No no Because this is the point It was like was I want to look it up Because it, Fidel Fidel what? That's right It was Fidel So 500 years ago I do want to just describe This bit to the listener mm-hmm. 500 years ago Whenever Shakespeare wrote This play with his little quill He named The, the name she uses When she pre- he pretends To be a man Is Fidel and then the way they updated it, the way they had her pick her name Is one of the characters is wearing a uh, Che Guevara Fidel Castro That's style right shirt. Yes. And he goes, what is your name? And, and and she goes, hmm And she like looks around <laughs> the room I didn't even
2: notice that And <laughs> she
0: sees Fidel Castro on a t-shirt and she goes, hmm
2: <laughs> Fidel? <laughs> oh, that's so good <laughs> Is that it's a full George Glass moment? Is that like a Shakespeare pun on fidelity as well cuz she the whole thing's about her being uh, possibly or maybe maybe in the original
0: Actually, I think I saw a, a traditional version of this at the Globe and um one of the brothers was wearing a Fidel Castro ticket. <laughs>
1: Maybe it was Shakespeare doing
0: <laughs> Just the idea of one of his late little scripts uh, And one of the dudes is wearing a Fidel Castro <laughs> shirt
1: <laughs> Maybe Shakespeare was doing a nice little shout out To French chef Manu Fidel <laughs> Maybe, Maybe. Maybe. Um, Matt, do you have anything you'd like to promote while we're here?
2: Well, you two are about to be – we're about to record an episode of Who Knew it with Matt Stewart, which will probably be coming out about the same time. We haven't done it yet, but I believe it's going to be the best episode we've ever done. Wow, <laughs> I love that
1: commitment. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's scary. Um, I have nothing to promote. Zach?
0: Uh, always my screenings. Um, Yeah, that's it.
1: Fucking <laughs> sick. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so
2: much for having me. What a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's a good time, <laughs> eh? Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry for making you watch that <laughs> fancy movie. Hey, I
2: feel like I've got culture all of a sudden. <laughs>
1: Um, what should uh, Tom see us out with?
0: Um, Tom made Tom made some of the music for that futuristic version of the Shakespeare play I did um, He because he was in that production. It was a third-year acting production. There's Tom, no way he still has it. If you still have <laughs> any of the music on file that I think you made for it, that Matrix-style music that we all danced to at the wedding at the end, <laughs> If you have that music, I would love it if you could play us out with that. If not, just something of that ilk.
1: Yeah, perfect. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for listening and we'll see you all next week.